0: You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills and I'm on a one woman mission to save UK manufacturing. In 2008, I gave up my 20 year career as a fashion buyer because I was disillusioned with how much was being sourced overseas and I set out to uncover some of the amazing businesses that are still making in the UK. Since founding Make It British, I've discovered that there is not only still tons of manufacturing taking place in Britain, but that it's a thriving industry. I invite you to join me each week when I'll be chatting to inspiring British-made brands and UK manufacturers and offering advice to product-based businesses that make in the UK. So with no further ado, let's get on with the show. Welcome to episode number 249 of the Make It British podcast. Today, I'm chatting with Siwan Oldham, who is someone we've been working with in our British brand Accelerator coaching program to help her launch her luxury silk scarf business. So she's actually launching this week at the time of recording, which is November the 25th, when you'll hear this podcast go out at the end of November. So you'll be able to find her business online at buybiology.com. I also want to let you know that this is the penultimate episode in this current series of the Make It British podcast. Next week, episode 250, will be my final episode for a while because I'm going to take a little break over Christmas and probably sometime into the new year as well because the start of the year, we've got a brand new group starting in our coaching program, which is really exciting and I want to make sure. I've got lots of time to dedicate to them And I'm also going to be focusing more on YouTube and videos on YouTube. So if you've not subscribed to my Make It British YouTube channel, make sure you do, because I'll be posting regular videos there. I've got interviews that you would have heard on this podcast where you can actually watch and see the people I'm interviewing. And I'm also sharing lots of tips over there on how to launch and grow a British made brand. So do try and join me over there. If you love these podcasts, you'll love the YouTube channel as well. And if you are interested in working with me in 2023 to either launch or grow your British-made brand, then please do get in touch. I'll put a link in the show notes of this podcast for how you can apply for British Brand Accelerator. Or just send me a DM on Instagram at makeitbritish. That's one of the quickest ways of getting in touch with me. Or a message on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn as Kate Hills. You'll easily find me on there drop me a message and let me know that you're interested in finding out more about working together and I'll send you over some details. So let's go now to the interview with Joanne from Bi- Biology. Here you go. Joanne, thank you so much for joining me today. Amazing. So your business, By Bi- Biology, You print these beautiful scarves, which support science. We've been working together over the last few months. You've been one of the clients in our British brand accelerator, and it's been a real pleasure working with you and getting to this stage where you're just about to launch.
1: Are you excited, nervous? Both, everything is just busy, excitement, yet definitely anxious about how it's gonna go. But more than anything, I am excited.
0: Well, the scarves look amazing. Do you want to talk everyone through how you got to this stage? So what was your background? Because you're not from a manufacturing or product background. And um, why did you have the idea for the business? How did you have the idea for the business? How did it all come about?
1: So my background is actually in um, medical research and drug development. I've been a project manager for just over 20 years or so. So I have experience and I have seen science. I've worked with scientists and I've always been fascinated with biology. So not only the science behind it, but the beauty of it. And so I thought, what better way to showcase those stunning images that that come from research and science than on silk scarves? And that's where the idea came from. I'm interested in fashion, although I have no manufacturing background whatsoever, but i just wanted to put them both together really and i also wanted to consider ways of raising funds to to pursue medical research and to help charities in their causes so that i will be donating a percentage of the sales back to medical research charities but that's where the idea came from
0: they're amazing and you're and you're making them all in the uk was that always the plan did you always want to make them in the uk Ye- or print them in the UK? Do you ever think about getting them printed anywhere else? To be
1: honest, I always thought I would make in the UK. I'm from Wales, and I originally thought it would be nice to, to work with manufacturers in Wales. But then, obviously, UK is just... I, I feel like I can build relationships with them, uh, with the manufacturers, with the factories. If I was to work with China, I just don't think I would build that sort of relationship. In my work as a project manager, teamwork is everything. And making sure that I have a good relationship with the manufacturer was key for me. And I never really considered doing it any other way. It's also more sustainable and eco-friendly in terms of the earmiles. I just would like to have that contact with whoever I'm working with rather than feeling as though I have to jump on a flight to have a face-to-face.
0: It was always in the UK. And you've been to the factory a few times as well, haven't you, and met them? And there's been a few challenges on the way, along the way, which there always, always is. Do you want to just sort of talk us through what some of those challenges have been?
1: Yeah, so just prior to, uh, I was considering leaving work to start the business. Um, I just thought, well, I need to actually visit the factory and get some information and some background knowledge around silk around how they manufacture silk scarves just to get to know what happens at the factory floor um so i visited the manufacturer in Macclesfield, and the team they were just great they were so helpful and seeing the machinery and seeing their digital printers they're actually at the forefront of their field in digital printing onto silk and so they showed me around all the different ways they could print and all the the different types that they work with, and it was just really interesting for me as someone without knowledge or background in that space just to just learn from them and just to get to know them. And I've visited them since just before placing my final order, so I've been twice. They took me around the manufacturing floor. They showed me the different kinds of silk, the different types of printing, their new digital printers. They're really leaders in that field of digital printing onto silk. And it was just fantastic going around. And that that really sealed it for me in terms of this is what I'm going to do.
0: Yeah. So,
1: I mean, we've obviously
0: been helping you through this process. And I know there's been some ups and some downs um do you want to sort of tell us a little bit about what the challenges are that you've encountered that maybe have been totally different to your previous work that you've done before and how we've kind of helped with that
1: yeah so I guess when when starting a business I knew it would be totally different and I would be faced with a number of challenges I guess And that's one of the reasons why I joined your coaching program because I I had very little experience in the manufacturing industry. I thought my project management skills would lend to starting a business, but there were so many unknowns. And it's just having that uh, forum where you can ask questions and just really troubleshoot before it happens. And, And actually, anything that does happen What's reassuring is that people on the group, it's it's happened to someone or Kate, you know how to manage it. So I, I did have an occasion where I had some samples sent back to me and they weren't quite what, what, I, what I wanted or what I was looking for. And you, you kind of go into a little bit of a panic mode. Um, just what do I do now? I kind of would like to get the scars for Christmas. And just having that forum uh, and the others in the group that you can, the peers, You can ask questions, you can just bounce ideas off each other and just having that one-to-one with UK to just understand it's just how you manage those kind of setbacks and how you kind of move forward. There's lots of moving parts and lots of actually tech kind of minutiae detail that you just need to know and just get on with. But it's just great to have that group and that support network that you can go to at any time. And it's just helped me immensely um, throughout the whole setup period.
0: Yeah, I remember that issue with the when the some of your first samples came back not quite as you would have liked and I'm like don't panic, <laughs> don't panic. This happens. It's product development. Everything is a bit of a roller coaster and and actually the manufacturers in that instance, which again is why it's good to work with UK manufacturers, were really understanding as well. So
1: understanding those. and just having the, the the kind of tech pack that we could, I could work around and the fact that I'd had that done, I could just go back to it and maybe switch a few things, change a few details. And because it is, I've built quite a good relationship, it was quite easy to just go back and say, well, I'm not sure about this element. And they were very helpful and it wasn't an issue to kind of change things last minute. Um, and they were very understanding and without that relationship I don't think it would have been that easy or I wouldn't have been able to get such a quick turnaround with having made changes but having the tech pack there as a tool was really helpful to just make some minor changes and then everyone was on the same page.
0: Yeah definitely
1: so the launch is Friday
0: how have you prepared for that and I know it's it's a bit difficult I always say it's a bit like having a baby like you could never totally prepare because you're suddenly moving in from kind of being, a, being a, a pre-launch to suddenly you've got this this business which is live and now your next challenge is not finding manufacturers it's finding customers and I'm constantly reminding of that so how are you preparing for your launch? So
1: I mean first and foremost I've been focusing quite a lot on the website um, and just getting the content the photos of the scarves of the products making them look as stunning as possible and as professional as possible. So having the website set up, I've been thinking about my social media campaign. I've been thinking about customers quite a lot because, Kate, one of the things you always say is you need to focus on the customer first and foremost. And they're always in the back of my mind in terms of how I'm going to communicate to my customers. And one of the ways I'm hoping to do that, because I've launched in quite a quick you know, a short space of time. It's going to be a soft launch, but I'm hoping to meet a lot of customers by going to some Christmas markets as well. So, some face-to-face interaction. So, I can get real-time feedback on the products, the different designs, the quality, the packaging. So, I'm hoping to, to really be have some good feedback uh, and constructive feedback so that I can make any minor adjustments before I have the next collection come in in the new year that the size i've gone with is a 90 by 90 classic square silk scarf i want to move into sort of more twilly kind of the long thin um scarves as well so i'm going to ask for some feedback on that what kind of designs people like color schemes so yeah i'm just hoping to have a great website launch and meet customers face to face. That's my main. And then the social media will come along that and I will be sending newsletters. So I've been thinking about all kinds of different communication channels.
0: Yeah. And we've really encouraged you to do that, especially to get out and meet people, meet potential customers in real life. Because until you've actually met and know who your first customers are, it is really difficult to predict what people are going to like I mean, you've probably got an idea already and I'm not going to hold you to this, but out of the designs that you have, which one, let's say, let's get it now on a recording, which one do you think is going to be the best? Let's see if we, and I'll say which one I predict, which one I think will sell the best and let's see uh, who gets my it. My prediction,
1: uh, probably biased though with my colour preferences, but I do I do love the green one, but also the electric blue behind me here has got some beautiful blues in it as well. So if I have to go with one, I'm going to go with what my choice would be. But I love them all because they're all very different and um, very different colour schemes.
0: I love them all, but actually I predict that the green one is going to do the best as well. So shall we see? We'll see, we'll see. <laughs> We're definitely, oh, I'm so excited for you. It's going to be so good. Um, so in terms of your customers then, you're right, like we always say to you, Think about who your ideal customer is. Um, for you, was that different to who you were like when you first had the idea for the business? Were you thinking about who you're designing these for? Or did that come about once you started working with us?
1: I think it solidified sort of a lot. It sort of crystallized it for me once I started talking to you and, and looking at the different considerations when thinking about customers. I mean, another aspect that I haven't actually mentioned yet is that I'm going to be donating 10% of sales to medical research charities. In the uh, signature DNA collection, it will be towards the MS Society UK through Work for Good. Um, I think it's important that I'm able to give back. And so when I'm thinking of customers, I'm also thinking about that element. So there, there's there's broad range that i I had been thinking would be my customers but one of the learnings from being on the course is that you really need to focus on your niche customers and who are going to be really interested who who is on the same wavelength and who who loves silk scarves who's going to be interested in something unique different Um, and the gifting obviously because it's a really special gift for someone um it's it's to la- it's made to last it's not fast fashion this is this is something that's a really special gift for someone or if you really are into your silk scarves it's just something different and unique
0: yeah and in, and in terms of the marketing and and how you sell the product we have really kind of challenged you to think about not just thinking about instagram as being a social media mm-hmm. platform um, but that there is many other social media platforms out yeah, there. Yeah, no, and I,
1: I'm particularly interested in LinkedIn because having worked in the field of science, I think that is, is is a media platform that I'm familiar with. And I think there would be a number of customers that actually are in that uh, space. So I've really been thinking hard around what social media would be best placed for... My business and will target the right customers. So yes, LinkedIn is one of those ones that I didn't hadn't originally considered, but after going on a masterclass on the course, um, it really triggered that as as a potential for me.
0: Yeah, we do love a masterclass. And the other thing we like challenging you with is emails. <laughs> so get, yeah, she's like, yeah, I got all silent yeah. Um, yeah. in terms of making sure that you aren't neglecting people you're thinking about how you can get them on your newsletter list have you thought about how you'll do that if you meet people at the Christmas shows over the next few weeks when you launch absolutely
1: so my plan is to have a QR code because I think it's good to be able to instantly log into the website where I have the sign up pop-up form and so I've definitely been thinking about how I can grow my email list and also setting up customer journeys um, through apps like MailChimp And just having that format ready to go so that i'm engaging with customers straight away and i've also been thinking longer term about newsletters and the content and what would interest my customers what's kind of for the curiosity there'll be a little bit of kind of sales but there'll be also quite a lot of just interesting facts around science research so I'm looking forward actually to uh, looking into and investigating what I can put in the newsletters, but I've got lots of ideas. So I've been trying to think ahead as well about the consistency of messaging and what I would like to share with customers, to just really maintain that curiosity and interest in the brand. Yeah,
0: we've definitely got you thinking about that. We want you to, <laughs>
1: to, to make sure that you get your message
0: out um, to the right people and that you keep in touch with your customers as well. So I'm really excited about your launch for next week then the website goes live on friday um who helped you launch your build your website did you get an agency to do it
1: so the website itself i have was shopify and i did majority of it myself but i did also work with people per hour um to just get someone to really finalize a few bits and pieces and just get the content in so that i could then adjust as necessary. But I did want to learn how to set up the website myself so that I can maintain it and not always have to go to someone else. But I am also Shopify have quite a good support system, customer support that I can. I've been asking questions recently about launch checklists and what I need to have in place. So there's quite a few options, but I found actually that people per hour or five are quite good resources if you want someone to just come in and do a bulk piece of work for you if you haven't got time. That's
0: really helpful advice, actually. I think uh, there's a lot of startup brands who assume that they need to spend a lot of money on a web agency, and they get given all the talk. Um, And it does sound amazing, but actually, maybe it's not for where you're at currently, because the whole point is getting your products out there as quick as you can for the lowest cost that you can test. You don't have to answer this question, but how much would you say you've spent in total to get to this stage to launch?
1: It's been a lot more than I envisaged, um, but I think where I've spent the money is what was required. And so what I have spent quite a bit of budget and it's 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 around 15,000 was on branding. So i wanted to get that right the 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 sort of the brand message the content the copy that the everything around that i did spend quite a lot of the budget on that and the photo shoot and getting the photos professionally done um yes but and and obviously the manufacturing and getting samples done it all it all adds up Um, and also the images you know license fees etc so I'm quite pleased with where I've spent the money. I don't think I've spent it on you know, unnecessary um, aspects but but it does all add up but that's what I would say I kind of having a budget is is really important. I did have a budget but you know it's very easy to to just get lost and, and then keep spending more and more. Um, but I, I'm pleased with where I've spent the money um but yes it's it's cost quite a bit to to set up. But things like your branding, I do think are
0: worth investing in, in your photography, because if you're selling a luxury brand, those are the things that people see. And then they can justify why your scarves cost what what they are, especially if they're looking at you online and not meeting you in person. So I think that it's really important to make sure that those outward facing things do look fantastic and your logo does look amazing your branding looks amazing and I mean
1: through through actually I wanted to say through the um, group what came out and what I'm going to investigate is working with some of the universities and some of the some of the students that are working in the field of fashion because I'm interested to see whether we can do some fashion shoots with um, students and universities because that'll obviously work for them in terms of giving them content and, and experience but work for me because it'll probably be slightly cheaper than paying for a, a full fashion shoot with models etc.
0: Yeah exactly and I noticed you've modeled in some of your photos as well which is brilliant because we love to see the brand uh, the brand owners in their own brand so you're living yeah, and breathing yeah. it. Uh, so but I think that's really good that you're thinking about how can I you know bootstrap some of this and you say you know you spent a five figure sum in launching however if you'd have made those scarves in china for instance, and they probably would have given you minimums of several hundred for each colorway, you would have spent more just on the stock. Okay, maybe your margin would have been slightly bigger to start with. You'd have had a lot of stock to sell before you get out there and test the market. Yeah, and I think,
1: was another good advice from, from UK was was not to have too much stock, at least to start with. And um, I think the minimum order quantities working in the UK is, is more manageable when you're starting out. And especially with packaging as well, I'm working with a UK small business. So I can do the smaller quantities. I think obviously when you start ordering more, my, my cost per, per item will come down per unit but I think to start with I'm, I'm really pleased I haven't got too much stock I've got limited numbers I can see where I am get some feedback on the product and and move from there yeah they're beautiful and I haven't said this before because I I
0: wanted you to focus on only doing one thing i.e the scarves and not get distracted but I do think your prints would also be lovely on clothing
1: yes I just can't imagine the tech pack at the moment. I'm a a straightforward 90 by 90 is where I'm at at the moment. But (laughs) absolutely. And that's good.
0: And that is good, you know, and that's why, you know, you say you've launched this quite quickly. But that is why you have got to this stage really quickly because you haven't let yourself get distracted. And actually, that's why it's been a real pleasure working with you, Joanne, because you've known all along exactly what your vision is in terms of giving back to science with these beautiful scarves, only making it scarves to start with, not letting anyone distract you and think, oh, maybe I could make them into a shirt or a dress. And you've had that really clear vision. So I have absolutely no doubt that your business is going to be an amazing success. I've also got no doubt that at some point someone is going to say to you that, needs to be on address yes
1: no doubt we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it
0: <laughs> brilliant so just tell everyone where can they where can they find you where can they find you when you go live on friday
1: what's your website address my website address is biobiology.com come and see the products there there's a newsletter you can sign up to and i'll be sending newsletters Twice a month, so there should be some interesting and amazing facts about science and our next collection. So, yeah, join us there. Brilliant, Arshawan, oh, you've been such a fantastic guest. Thank you so
0: much for joining me today.
1: Thanks for asking me. It's been a pleasure.
0: Thank you for listening to the make it british podcast i make an episode every friday plus there's bonus episodes occasionally many of the interviews that you hear on series four of this podcast are also available to watch on our youtube channel you can find it by going to youtube.com forward slash make it british ltd that's make it british with the letters ltd bye bye